There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, everybody, it's Thursday. Hi. Yeah. And on Thursday, like we do every day, we're going to start the Colleen and Bradley show with the three things we think you need to hear in order to be... In the know today. It is the Colleen and Bradley Show. We are on MyTalk 1071. We stream live at MyTalk1071.com and also on the brand new MyTalk 1071 app. Ooh. Get with it. Download it. Register. Listen it's every single day. day. We're you giving away. We're giving away an Echo Spot every single day during the month of April. Now, April. April. Sorry. Woo. With no further ado, these are the three at 1203. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 12.03. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Three. It is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? And here it is behind door number Okay, the first thing that we think you need to hear so you can be in the know today is this. I'm going to Rickroll you guys. I don't think you're Rickrolled I mean, you if, if I tell you that you're say, being Rickrolled. Yeah, that's not how that it works. It doesn't okay. work that way, no. Fine. Do it. This no. is Rick Astley singing Never Gonna Give You Up with a 200-voice choir that asked him to sing along with them. Listen to this. It's kind of cool. Rick, roll. We've known each other for so long. Your heart's been aching. You're too shy to say it. Inside, we both know what's been going on. It yeah. makes you like re-love that song. He's apparently performing uh, or did uh, last night at the House of Blues. Oh, that's kind of cool. Um, that's kind of cool. So this, just so you know a little bit more about those other 200 voices that you hear with Rick Astley. This is an open group uh, in Toronto and it's called Choir! Exclamation point, choir! Exclamation point, Choir, exclamation point. Choir, choir, choir. Uh, and anybody who wants to sing can sing. And then they invite celebrities oh, to sing with them. I've heard about this, actually. This is, yeah, no, I absolutely have. I don't know why. But. I feel like they did this uh, another time with the song Hallelujah. And I can't remember who they, which artist, because so many artists have done Hallelujah. But 
I feel like that, and that was was like a viral sensation as well. So, I'm, is that kind of what you were thinking about? No, but oh, okay, I fine. Mean, you know, that was a fun story. Whatever, choir, 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 <laughs> uh, and they rickrolled us. Behind door number two, let's see what we've got. Well, we finally have, from the horse's mouth, Mick Fleetwood talking about firing Lindsey Buckingham. Shall we Mm, listen to this tragic tale? It became just a huge impasse uh, and hit a brick wall where we we decided that we had to part company. Lindsey has huge amounts of respect and kudos to what he's done within the ranks of Fleetwood Mac and always will. But it's like a, a marriage that that came to an end and there are reasons why and as a band we needed to move on and we have so what why are you shaking your head i'm just sad about it yeah i know right you know because i'm a i'm an eternal optimist and i i happen to believe that if everybody's open to negotiating and compromising that relationships can be you know, I want Repaired. I want to leave you with a sign of hope, though, Colleen. I wish you would. Don't stop thinking about tomorrow. Don't stop. Is that the hope? It'll soon be here. Aren't you being filled with hope? Yeah, I mean, I thought you were going to give me like something to look forward to. Better than before. <laughs> I no? mean, I can just sit at home and listen to the old albums and be happy. Yeah, that's so true. I suppose that's the silver lining. Uh, okay, so I also think that musical acts that perform without like the original musical actor just kind of sad like even if you enjoy them and you have fun and please by all means and do what you like to do but they just feel a little sad no it makes me yes like when you go to see the temptations and you're like are these actually the temptations and they're like well no it's like one original cousin of a temptation and four guys who you know, kind of don't even look anything like it's like when you go see the Beach Boys and you don't know which Beach Boys you're seeing. Yeah, you're always going to get Mike Love. Yeah, Mm. because they like fractured and they tour as the Beach Boys. Well, it's the same with, you know, am I listening to Paul McCartney or is that, you know, like a 60 year old woman from Ohio? You don't know. I don't know because it kind of looks like one. Hey, can I give Wait, you breaking news? Did you just news? say that Paul McCartney looks like a, a six-year-old woman, woman from Ohio? Ohio. Okay, yeah. just checking. Yeah. yeah, breaking news. What? Uh, can I give you some breaking news? Did, uh, Holly, I know you always have your pulse on the finger. Um, <laughs> I do. <laughs> I'm right sorry, together. your finger on the pulse. Uh-huh. Kanye tweeted. Oh, did what did he tweet this? now? He tweeted what is a the text latest? conversation oh, with John Legend. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, really quickly, you know, and we'll get to the thing that you really need to hear today, but... Um, I I feel like this is the story that everybody's been paying attention to. So Kanye West has been tweeting. The president of the United States responded to his tweets yesterday. I mean, everybody was talking about it, correct? Yeah. Well, now, do you remember, did you get a chance to read John Legend's sort of Twitter thread? Mm -mm. It It was wonderful last night. And it really, by all accounts, was directed at Kanye, who was supporting somebody that maybe John didn't think was being very supportive of the communities that maybe Kanye, he thought, should be supportive of. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm, yeah, what I'm, I'm saying? Where I'm, I'm going? picking up what you're laying down. And, so, and also, the two of them are, are good friends. John Legend yes, and Kanye West are yes, friends. Which is why this is relevant, mm-hmm. because he appears to have tweeted uh, an excerpt from a text stream or a text message. And um, I mean, there's a lot there, so I don't know that we really want to necessarily go into it, but we could at least let people know that we'll 
will be on it and share it. Is there anything you want to say on the matter? I'm just I'm just like looking at it for the first time. I hadn't. John says some stuff, and do you want me to just read some of it? Okay, so John, uh, I think it's John saying, as you know, what you say really means something to your fans. This is John speaking to Kanye West. They are loyal to you and respect your opinion. So many people who love you feel so betrayed right now because they know the harm that, and you know, I apologize for being political without giving you a heads up, that Trump's policies cause, especially to people of color. Don't let this be part of your legacy. You're the greatest artist of our generation. That's John wow. saying that to Kanye. Mm. Kanye responds, I love you, John, and I appreciate your thoughts. You bringing up my fans or my legacy is a tactic based on fear used to manipulate my free thought. Hmm. So he's accusing John Legend of using a tactic based on fear to manipulate his free thought. Okay, but can I just say, before you say what comes up next, yeah. the way John Legend responds to this, I, like I have a brand new appreciation for oh, you should. the and beauty that, of John Legend. That text thread or the Twitter thread mm-hmm. that I referenced, you should also go read because it will also make you a, th- a very, you know... Um, Big fan of John Legend. Anyway, in response to that, John says, think freely. Think with empathy and context, too. Your words and actions have consequences. Much love. And since you're posting texts, let me add that I have a new single out. Ha ha. And Kanye responds, ha ha, I love you, John. I mean, there's some other stuff going on there, yeah. but that was yeah. lovely. Yeah. So John Legend. I just want you to know that... Stuff's happening. It's happening. And we're paying and everybody's close talking attention about it. to it. And we'll talk about it later in the show. So. All right. Now, on to number three, the third thing we think you need to hear to be in the know today. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. You got three. a bonus. Mm. Okay. I, did you catch this story yesterday? Yeah. So, uh, Michelle McNamara, the uh, late Michelle McNamara, she was an investigative journalist. She wrote a book a true crime book about someone she called or term uh, called the golden state killer. That person or a person purporting to, I shouldn't say purporting to be the person they believe is the golden state killer was arrested yesterday. Mm -hmm. And um, Michelle McNamara was married to the, to Pat Oswalt. And so he was on Seth, I think last night and let's have a little uh, listen to him talking to Seth last night about the Golden State Killer and about his late wife, Michelle McNamara. One day soon, you'll hear a car pull up to your curb, an engine cut out. You'll hear footsteps coming up your front walk like they did for Edward Wayne Edwards 29 years after he killed Timothy Hack and Kelly Drew in Sullivan, Wisconsin, like they did for Kenneth Lee Hicks 30 years after he killed Laura Billingsley in Aloha, Oregon. The doorbell rings. No side gates are left open. Your long pass leaping over a fence. Take one of your hyper gulping breaths. Clench your teeth. Inch timidly toward the insistent bell. This is how it ends for you. You'll be silent forever and I'll be gone in the dark, you threatened a victim once. Open the door. Show us your face. Walk into the light. And that's what he did today. So it's like this... So that's Pat Oswalt actually reading there a segment um, of the book. I was 
Uh, I wanted you to hear this the the conversation he had about having uh, a connection to Pat Oswalt because, or I should say, to Michelle McNamara and the Golden State Killer because I think a lot of people are like, why is Pat Oswalt talking about the Golden I was State one Killer? Of them. Yeah, and it's because his wife wrote this book called "I'll Be Gone in the Dark," um, and she died before the book was published, and he made sure it was published, and so that you know, true crime in true crime circles became a very popular book a couple months ago when it was released. And, um, you know, in a stunning turn of events, the person uh, thought to be the Golden State Killer Mm -hmm. was arrested. And it's thanks in part to the investigative journalism that she did. So it's a really fascinating story. It really is a fascinating story. And I I had wondered because I I saw him uh, tweeting about it yesterday and people talking about Pat Oswalt talking about the Golden State Killer. And I, I did wonder. I didn't know the, the, the whole story. Now, of course, I want to read the book. Uh, so that will be the next step. But thank you for bringing that to us and, and showing us that context. Now, when we come back, Elizabeth Reese is going to put all the dirt from Hollywood into context for us right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107.1. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese, bring in the dirt for you and me. Hi, and you guys. It is nice to be with you. You know, I'm going to start with this sad news about the loss of Avicii and oh. talking a little bit more about what his family had to say about it. Um, Avicii was, you know, just really very successful and also very uncomfortable with the success that he had. Um, his real name was Tim Bergling. He died on April 20th at the age of 28, and his family now has released a second statement three days after their first. Um, what's happening here is that this could imply that he took his own life. It's They're not being super clear about exactly what happened mm-hmm. in those final moments. Um, here's what happened. He, they say, our beloved Tim was a seeker, a fragile artistic soul searching for answers to existential questions, an overachieving perfectionist who traveled and worked hard at a pace that led to extreme stress. When he stopped touring, he wanted to find a balance in life to be happy and to be able to do what he loved most, music. He really struggled with thoughts about meaning, life, and happiness. And here's where the where it gets telling. He could not go on any longer. Mm. He wanted to find peace. Hmm. Tim was not made for the business machine he found himself in. He was a sensitive guy who loved his fans but shunned the spotlight. Tim, you will forever be loved and sadly missed. The person you were and your music will keep your memory alive. We love you, your family. That's so terribly sad. Yeah. And in the initial statement, they were just thanking everyone for reaching out and being so appreciative of the thoughts and the prayers that they were getting from so many people around the world who appreciated his music. But I think that does clarify a lot. And, Mm, you know, there are so many conversations, I think, that do need to be had about artists and the sensitive nature of their souls that causes them to create incredible things, but then can also be such a double. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Double-edged sword when it comes with dealing with the attention that comes along with that kind mm-hmm. of success, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, there there's the plight of the artist. Mm-hmm. It is a challenge. You're so gifted. 
if you don't, if you're well, not and the an reason artist like you're us, so, we don't create anything. <laughs> but the reason that they're so gifted is because they can access human emotion yes. in a way that, that, you know, maybe the average person isn't able to. So then they provide through their art that outlet for other people. You're but they're so like right. an exposed nerve. This is so true. This is so mm. true, Colleen. It just makes me, it just is a sad, sad. Ugh, yeah, it is sad. sad and sad for his family. I, you know what I'm curious about is that documentary about him mm-hmm. that was that they were working on at yeah. the time around of you know passing. prior yeah do, do, are there plans for that i haven't seen anything okay. about it i'm I haven't cu- seen that's anything one thing i'm curious about what will happen with that going forward yeah everything um, i've been reading i haven't they haven't mentioned haven't it. mentioned it i would mm. think that at some point we would probably see it mm-hmm. um blythe danner talking about working with her daughter gwyneth paltrow when they starred in a theater production in 1994 and they were talking about it and she, blythe danner said she said that she was hard on her daughter during that. And she felt like she was kind of hesitating and talking about it, that maybe she was a little bit too hard on her daughter. Gwyneth Paltrow was quick to tell her mother that she had needed the tough love. Um, And Blythe Danner said though, that she hadn't treated her daughter fairly. She said, it came so damn easily to you. And I thought you had to sweat blood and tears to give a great performance. And you never did. I wish I had recognized that. I wish I had recognized your otherness and embraced it. You know, I could cry about the fact that I didn't. Mm -hmm. doesn't matter what kind of a mom Mm -hmm. you are. A parent in general, I mean, I relate more to the mom side, but there are always these things that you look at and go, I failed in that moment that you probably, your child most likely will think that it was actually a good thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I will say though, when I hear that, I think this is, I I don't, I would never advise. (laughs) Like if I had the same career as my daughter, I don't think I'd want to do that thing together. I I think that that calls on all of those difficult relationships. Yeah, you're right. And then there's always this sort of like, maybe she could be what I couldn't Mm. necessarily be. So much. Competitiveness, I'm sure, a certain amount. Women are very competitive with each other. (laughs) Thanks, Bradley. (laughs) Thanks for mansplaining. You're welcome. That was really I've been around a lot of them in my life. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. Black China, here's a parenting move that's not getting a lot of positivity. She put um, pink hair extensions in her 17-month-old's hair. I mean, of the things that that child is going to suffer in life, I think pink hair extensions is the least. (laughs) I think she'll be okay. Yeah, how old is the child? 17 months. She did not teach the 17-month-old to twerk. I think we can all, or maybe she did, but we haven't seen it yet. I I mean, she's doing the like... Um. Yeah. No. I Dermal know. piercings or yeah. something like that. She then deleted, we can talk. You know, she posted this photo of little Dream wearing this hairpiece, and then she deleted the post. So she got so much backlash. People were just like, "This is terrible." I don't know. I don't get it. Listen, I mean, they're they're not permanent, right? I don't. It's think like so. a hairpiece. Like my. It's not. I don't like, think they like glued them into no. her hair. And like, I also think. Particularly with African American women, like shut up about the hair. Do whatever you want with do the you. hair. You do you. Or, you know, like I'm, my daughter would put on w- wigs. I have a picture of her at two with this long red Merida wig. Yeah, that and I'm she is like about. loving that moment. But you know, like NBD. I saw, I saw a, 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 a well. I don't know. It was a boy or a girl, but somebody with a very large hairpiece running up and down the street <laughs> last night, and it was just like that kid is having fun. See, that's the thing. <laughs> you know? 
I know. But, you know, I wish I be fancy. had hair The life of my child is child. every day, which tutu am I going to wear? Mm-hmm. And then layering the tutu under a dress like a petticoat. I just wish well, that we care. could just all relax. One of my favorite stuff. purchases as a child was at a barn sale and mm-hmm. it was an old lady wig. And my mom was like, you want an old lady wig? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want and that, this and that old lady wig. was the beginning. And, and I would do go. my church lady impressions with it. <laughs> simpler time. We can look forward to the Emmy Awards because Colin Jost and Michael Che from Saturday Night Live are going to co-host it. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, they're going to share the MC duties. So there you go. Lauren Michaels is going to executive produce mm. the telecast. It's obviously going to be airing on NBC. Colin Jost, former Twin Cities Live guest, who now is dating Scarlett Johansson. Mm-hmm. Well and they done. have the same hair. P.S. You know, it's funny. Colin we were, Jost and Scarlett Johansson have the same exact Bradley hair. was obsessed yesterday with whatever Scarlett's doing with her hair. Yeah, not obsessed in a good way. No, no, no. And I was yeah, saying, I she's Scarlett Johansson. She can do whatever she wants. She, when you have that kind of face, you're like Halle Berry. Mm-hmm. You can do anything you want with mm-hmm. your hair. Doesn't what a gift should. from God that is. Mm-hmm. Janelle Monet <laughs> has come out as pansexual. And so then I learned what pansexual was today because, frankly, I didn't know. Do you have sex with pans? Uh, you don't have sex with pans. It's defined as being attracted to all kinds of people. Surprise! We're back. We're doing the 30-second pop culture challenge on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071. We apologize to Elizabeth Reese for cutting her off mid-sentence. Did you apologize to me, too, for cutting no. me off mid-sentence? No. Okay. I don't even remember where I was. MyTalk1071.com. And somebody has called in to play yes. the 30-second pop culture challenge. Yes. Second pop culture challenge. Who's playing today, Colleen? And what are they playing for? We've got Kelly on the line in halls. What's Kelly playing for today? Kelly's playing for a pair of tickets to see the upcoming movie Tully. Woo! All right, the timer will begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. Whoopi Goldberg won an Oscar for her performance in what movie? Um, um, oh my gosh. Um, do I pass? Can you skip? Can you pass? Yep. Yes. Who's the okay, director pass. of the movie A Quiet Place? Crap. Pass. Who is Duchess Kate's sister? Um, I can't tell if it's because I'm so nervous or what. Um, pass. Oh my gosh. Thomas May. Thomas Maypother the Fourth is the real name of which actor? Oh, oh, oh my sweetie. God! Kelly. I, even, I think I was so nervous. I've it's never all good. called in in one before. So. Well, Kelly, we play it the thirty-second pop culture challenge every single day on the Colleen and Bradley Show at twelve thirty, and uh, you are welcome to play again. Now, we should probably answer some of those questions. I mean, all of them, actually. We should answer all of those questions. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg won an Oscar for her performance in what movie? Ghost. Who, and I confess I wouldn't have gotten this. Who's the director of a movie, A Quiet Place? John Krasinski. He also stars in it with his wife, Emily Blunt. I I wouldn't have known that. Number one movie in America, like three weeks in a row. I mean, I wouldn't have known that. Okay. Uh, who has been on vacation. Who is Duchess Kate's sister? Pippa. Pippa. Middleton. And Thomas Maypother IV is the real name of which actor? Tom Cruise. And the sitcom The Andy Griffith Show takes place in what fictional town? Mayberry. Yay! What do I win? Nothing. Nothing, because you were reading the answers. Fine. 
All right, now that we're done with that, we like to move on to solve some mysteries, and we do it in the form of blind items that Holly has selected for us in a segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Woo! Our first blind item today from crazydaysandnights.net has to do with an A-list singer, possibly permanent A-list singer, depending on who you ask. So consider this person while I read you the first blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. This A-list singer who started off on a reality show and is probably a permanent A-list singer says she only likes hooking up with guys in relationships or in marriages because the sex is better and they tend to be more loyal to her. Fascinating. Okay. Um, Is this person single? No. Uh, Kelly Clarkson? uh, (laughs) I I know that's the first place I went to. A-list singer. Carrie Underpants? Now, this person, I had no idea until I read this blind item to try to figure it out that this person did get their start on a reality TV show, not one that maybe a lot of people know about. And is it, it's not a singing one? No, it is a singing one. It is a singing one. Oh, okay. J-Lo? I don't know. I thought maybe, you know. I mean, um... Boy, this is tough. Okay, so th- but this is a permanent. Some would say oh. permanent at this okay, wait, point. Wait, wait, yes. wait, 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 wait. Hold, please. Hold, please. I'm holding. Britney Spears. Uh, oh. Nice try. Well, I was thinking, oh, Disney? Christina Aguilera. Uh, no, I will say this person is blonde. Okay, because I'm thinking like Star Search. That's kind of where I was going with reality uh, show situation. No, okay. Also, competition show. Can you give us? Uh, can you narrow it down, person. please? A blonde. What decade? Madonna. This person's in her 30s. Just guessing. Blonde singers. No, she's in in her her 30s. 30s, And she was on reality TV in the early 2000s. Mm. I believe she placed third in this singing competition show. Now, it's not as well known as American Idol, The Voice, even Star Search. Oh, man, this is hard. Okay, blonde. Now, let me read the clue for you again. Shakira? No. Uh, nice Christina there. Applegate? She doesn't sing. She does, actually. But, yeah. Does she? Mm-hmm. What does she sing? Songs. Stuff. Okay, you're lying. Uh, let me give you the clues again. She only likes hooking up with guys in relationships or in marriages because the sex is better and they tend to be more loyal to her. Mm. Now, this person is making headlines in the past few days for a new relationship that she's in. Also, yesterday, she was shaded by an ex on Twitter. Oh, Miranda Lambert. Duh. What show was she on? She was on the first season of Nashville Stars. Okay. Interesting. Uh. Or Nashville Star. Singular. Oh, yeah. She she was was called out by Blake Shelton yesterday. Yes. Mm -hmm. And she was on the first season of that reality show. I believe she placed third, but I will say. So read the blind. Yes. Miranda Lambert says she only likes hooking up with guys in relationships or in marriages because the sex is better and they tend to be more loyal to her. Wow. I mean, weird math on that. They tend to be more loyal to her. I, I, I don't know. This is a flawed I mean, logic. Whatever. Flawed logic. All right. Whatever. Let's move on to okay. our next yes, blind let's item. Let's do it. By the item. Our next blind item has to do with a former A plus list singer. 
a former A-plus list singer. Now, I'm going to be adding into this blind item that this person is deceased. Okay. So think about former that. A-plus so that's why they're former A-plus. Yes. Yeah, okay. Former A-plus because they're dead. Fill in the blank for you on this blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. This former A-plus list singer was supposedly just worth a tiny fraction of what everyone thought. The thing is, though... The current wife drained the coffers during the last year or two to make sure she got her share, even if other heirs got nothing. Mm. Former A-plus list singer. Worth just a tiny fraction of what everyone thought. Now, I'm going to give you a clue. This person also comes to us via the world of country music. Did this person die recently? Yeah, I would say in the past year. Um... Colleen's giving an ugly face. Because right, I'm not I sure. Mean, no. <laughs> you you walked right into it. Um, this person had his own TV show, lots of hit oh, records. Oh, it's a <laughs> Yeah. Because the whole part about the wife draining the account. Yeah, the current wife. Hi, welcome to Thursday, Colleen. Why I was so confused. I don't know why I was thinking of a lady. Welcome to okay, Thursday. Okay, former plus list yes. singer. Yeah. Who died? Who- who died from the world of country music now this person started out as a session musician then he ended up having his own hits then he had a tv show he was very popular uh uh buddy uh hank uh al bob conway conway (laughs) no some like we should know this right yeah we should know this or is this a deep track no it's not a deep track it's glenn campbell oh yeah i was never gonna get there i was never gonna get there yeah it makes me sad here's the blind item thanks for helping by the way I mean, she didn't help. She actually Thanks for just giving gave us the it. answer. You're welcome. Glenn Campbell was supposedly just worth a tiny fraction of what everyone thought. The thing is, though, the current wife drained the coffers during the last year or two to make sure she got her share, even if the other heirs got nothing. Oh, that's horrible. Mm-mm. Moving on. One to more. Yes, our third please. blind item. Now, do you want a hard one or an easy one? I mean, I we are fe- I feel sucking like we today. We one. need an easy All one. All right, yeah. I'm going to give you an easy one about a former A-plus list reality star everyone still doesn't really like. A former A-plus list reality star everyone still doesn't like. Here's your blind item. It might be a little revenge in this move, but apparently this former A-plus list reality star everyone still doesn't really like is going to take over the spot where her former employee's retail store is set to close because no one shops there. Okay, is this like a okay? Is the former retail store da- a dash situation? So it's a Kardashian. Mm-hmm. Kim. Uh, well, no, former A plus list reality. I'm going to say oh, Paris. Paris Hilton. Yes. Oh, that is so good. Okay, fill in the blanks. It might be a little revenge in this move, but apparently Paris Hilton is going to take over the spot where Kim's retail store Dash is set to close because nobody shops there. Duh. Wow. Like, why would you? Who in their right mind goes? Yeah, I mean, that place is done. Like we heard, I think we heard that while you were on vacation. They're closing that down to focus on e-commerce. You know, what's interesting, though, is they have been very successful with their online branding, Mrs. Dash. (laughs) It's really, it really is like. It it it, aims at an older, it skews older. Yeah, but Mrs. Dash, you have no, the flavor, it's It's unbelievable. It's like mom wear, Mrs. Dash. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, oh, Gwyneth is at it again. You are going to love the topic of her next print issue of Goop. Oh, um, 
if by love it you mean I'll probably barf in the next. Yeah, segment? it's going to be a fun, okay, good. kind of barf right. after this on fun the Colleen barf. and Bradley show on my talk one oh seven one. Oh, you guys, Gwyneth Paltrow. We find her to be pretty much insufferable on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk one oh seven one. Thank God. Streaming live at my talk one oh seven one dot com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. And uh, when we talk about Gwyneth Paltrow and her publication now in print and online, Goop, we like to do a little thing called the Gooper Scoopers. Here come the Gooper Scoopers. They are gonna find you stuff that's dumb on Goop. Goopa, scoopa, goopa, scoopa. That's just what they do. Goopa, scoopa, goopa, scoopa. Cause there's always stupid stuff on Goop. It's true, though. Okay, so you know she's launched this whole, like, it's not just the online goop anymore. She's got a print edition because she thinks she's Oprah. Yeah. So they have a special edition similar to how, you know, People Does the Beautiful issue. The next issue of Goop, Bradley, that you're going to want to run out to Sands to get is dun, 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 the sex issue. Oh, God. Gross. Ew, right? Burp. Okay. Um, also... Mm-hmm. Why why do magazines have sex issues? Which magazines have sex? Don't they all? I don't have know. Like I guess ESPN ladies ones do. Magazine? I mean, what their sex issues are different. People, don't they do a sex issue? I don't know, but... I don't know. Anyway. Like, but the sex issue is always going to be like new information about sex because you need to know how to do it differently in order to spice up your sex life, right? Well, do you want to hear some of uh, Goopy Goop's ideas? And then, yeah. okay, I How just, to spice up. Can I guess? Sure. Does it involve sex dust? No, that's actually not on the list I'm looking at. Now, this issue is not out yet. However, the Daily Mirror, not the Daily Mail, the Mirror got an advanced copy of it. And so okay. that's how we're getting this information. So maybe there is sex dust in it. I don't know. Sex dust, by the way, Holly, is a product that you can buy on Goop. Haven't you bought sex dust? She got moon dust. Oh, moon dust. Sorry. No, well, it's all from the moon juice brand. Oh, she gets moon juice. Okay. I don't know what that means. But... I don't either. Okay. Anyway. Okay. I just want to share. I'm going to share this one with you and I want you to tell me um, what your thoughts are on this. Okay? Yeah. This is according to one of the goop psychologists mm-hmm. that she's consulting for the goop sex issue. Uh, Michael Boom Boom says, Mike, wow, that's a name. I know. One of the simplest relational practices is to spend a designated amount of time connecting with each other. She suggests setting a timer for five minutes no, of eye contact, no, no. which can no. boost intimacy. I'm not done yet. Just you have to li- you have to suffer through this. Okay. okay? All right. Talk about the experience afterwards. This practice is foundational in experiences while connecting to your partner without distraction or established habits. The same principles of focused, uninterrupted attention are easily applied to talk or touch, as well as other sexual activities. Are you going to end soon? That's it. Okay. Um, Can I ask you a question? If you were a man mm-hmm. and you had uh, a Schwanz and Gruber, mm-hmm. do you think those words would m- make it really turgid? No. Okay. So can I just say that if, I don't know what gets people turned on. I mean, people do weird things to get a thrill. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like 
setting a timer for a specific amount of time so you have to look at each other is really going to make your Schwanz and Gruber happy mm. or any other erogenous zone. Do you know what I'm saying? So, like, it's always so weird to me, like, when people are like, let's, like, the minute somebody says, let's talk about ways to spice up your sex life, I'm like, like immediately all ew, the spice ew. is out. No, my spice just curled up inside of me. <laughs> Hi, Holly. Hi. Do we want to talk some breaking news? Oh, of course we do. Yeah. The verdict is in. <gasps> the the Cobsy? Uh oh, it is yes. the Cosby ver- verdict? Yes. Do you have a timpani or something? Or is that in poor taste? Uh, I think just, I'm just going to skip yeah, the just say it. All right, say it. so Bill Cosby, guilty of sexual assault, faces 10 years in prison. Whoa! Holy bucket! So wow. the jury of seven men and five women deliberated a full day before reaching their verdict and fo- found Cosby guilty of drugging and molesting Andrea Constad in 2004 at his home. He faces a maximum of 10 years in prison. All three counts. Okay, this is guilty, amazing. Guilty, guilty. First of all, can I just also say, to me, a, a day of deliberation does not really seem like that was a really long time. No, that's pretty Especially fast. given how long it took uh, in the last trial, which obviously ended up in a mistrial because they were not able to come to a unanimous conclusion. This is big news. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, do we? Everybody's talking about it. Do we have, was there like any video, there weren't any, has he left the court? I want to know what the look on his face is, I guess. Um, I don't know the look on his face right now, and I don't think that there were cameras in the courtroom. However, there are photographs of uh, Bill Cosby entering the courtroom this morning. And I'm sure he has a big, you know what, kind of smile on his face. Of course he does. Just another fine point. Uh, This was a majority male jury, by the way, that found him guilty on all three sexual Mm -hmm. Assault uh, counts. Yeah, seven men and five women were composed uh, in this jury. The, okay, again, facing up to 10 years for each count. And that was three counts? Uh, not for each count. It's, I believe... Total facing total, up to right. a total, total of 10 years. Okay, prison. so here's what I'm reading from CNN. He faces up to 10 years in prison on each count, but would likely serve them concurrently. So that's uh, what they're saying. I mean, they haven't sentenced him yet, mm-hmm. but um, but in all likelihood, he'll be doing some time for this. I need to uh, change my D-bag for the day because my D-bag today was going to be his lawyer. Because did you see the story about his lawyer falling asleep yesterday? No. In the trial, like in the, in the courtroom, oh, he was like... Sake. During testimony. Oh, dear. So, yeah, I'll change that. That sends a message. You know, we don't need to talk about him anymore. Although, I mean, by all accounts, it sounds like everybody on his team. I was just going to say that. We have to play the barbecue So here's what, okay, so here's what we're going to do. I'm going to just reset the table. Because what I really wanted to do, and now it seems wholly inappropriate to share some more goop advice on sex. Sorry. Um, no, it's to fine. No, news. it's totally fine. I just wanted everybody to know I won't be getting back to the goop sex uh, issue um, as it stands right now. Um, but we will be we will we'll do a little more investigation and reading on this uh, this Bill Cosby news, this breaking Bill Cosby news again. Uh, guilty on how was it? Three counts. Mm-hmm. Yes. OK. Uh, and we'll so we'll do a little more research on that. We'll tell you a little bit more about that. And we are going to play a piece of audio from an old episode of The Cosby Show that now knowing what we know is probably going to tell just, a different story. Re- yeah, I mean, it's and, and don't take it too seriously, but it's it's uh, kind of 
tongue in cheek. However, but in light know, of what we know now, yeah. it, this just to me anyway, because to me, when you go back and listen to some of that stuff in the context of knowing what we know now, it makes you reconsider everything you've ever heard. Well, I was listening to Bill. What started this was just, you know, as we go to break, we learned that Bill Cosby has been uh, convicted on three accounts of sexual assault. We'll give you the details on that later. But earlier today, I was watching Bill Cosby commercials because I had this idea that all Bill Cosby commercials are going to sound disturbing right. in some way. So I was watching old commercials and then I found this clip of him talking about barbecue sauce that will just kind of blow your mind. Yeah. It'll make you laugh in a oh, kind of way. Uh, we are going to do a truncated version as well of the Bad Moms Club. I have just a short little email that I'll read to you for Bad Moms Club this week and then we'll get back to Bill Cosby after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071.